joke off in this direction video with this voice. Okay, so first you're gonna take out the big scary cock inside your pants. Still my best impression to date. I'm thinking maybe we should just like have that be the intro to the show now. Like, yeah, no more else. me moaning. Yeah. I don't think people will listen. Though. Yeah, I mean, like I think <laughs> this one perhaps. <laughs> it does it trumpet. Is I it mean, better? it may catch somebody's attention. Like now, moaning is kind of like oh. the in thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, man. It's snowing. So welcome to uh, the Screw Season Something Season Episode Something. Why Eight. did we do that? We shouldn't have done seasons for the new like format we should have just done like because then it sounds cooler when you're like episode 42 right when really it's episode like, 536 you know. yeah well whatever that's true whatever we can maybe do, we'll change it we, we can do the math and figure out what episode <laughs> and just it like actually change is our format change it. Yeah. maybe we'll do that for this episode i feel like people that are super ocd and like organization could not handle our shit because like they yeah. would be like oh my god this is so disorganized they're definitely not listening to our conversations either because they would give them like Anxiety, probably. Yeah, true. See, I don't want, not all OCD. I just mean, like, that flavor mm. OCD. I don't yeah. mean to say... I'm OCD in certain ways, so obviously, like, we all have our shit. But I'm just saying, like, there's certain people probably couldn't handle me at all because of how, like, all over the place I am. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what makes it, like, fun. We never know what's going to happen next. So, all right. I know you have some pretty good stories to talk about involving some... Uh, gang bang rooney situations if you want to talk about it but if not That's i'm just gonna right. blow up your spot nice but also um i wanted to talk to you about your experience at the what's the name of it decadence at decadence the pansexual um bdsm party that you went to the all-inclusive one yes yes and then i'm sorry it's not yeah it's i don't not, think it's that, not pansexual i it's think all they inclusive. just call it all inclusive. i just yeah. in my brain lumped it in with mm-hmm. that um, and then I would also like to talk to you about some other stuff, but first I want to tell you something I did this week, which wasn't even sexy. I didn't do sexy stuff. Did you did I, I did sex. Oh, no. I <laughs> you did really the sex. sex? I did. I had really good sex. However, mm. one thing, I did have really good sex. That shit was dope. But anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> one thing I did do is I found... I found out the definition of a little thing called <sighs> genital gangrene. What? Have you heard of this? I mean, I know what genitals are and I know what gangrene is. So. Okay, so like, there was, you know those commercials? But I've never heard of the you know two. those commercials that are like, are you a victim of talcum powder? Johnson & Johnson <laughs> recently create, showed studies that link... <coughs> talcum powder to cancer because they use asbestos in the powder that you put on your choochie. You know what I mean? Like those yeah, commercials. Those kind of commercials. You know, you're you're eligible for however much money. It's it was one of those and it was like, has your diabetes medication created genital gangrene? Yo. So then I was like, fuck man, I don't know what this is. I don't know what okay. there's a there's a word out there called genital something and I don't know the definite I don't know what this is. So obviously I know what gangrene is but i don't really so i I just don't know like what why how why so then i look it up and then 
holy lord yeah. the pictures don't google it That's, do not google so my guess is it's the skin cells dying and like so th- there's a thing diabetic foot is a very right, real right right real right and problem, like so. holy lord if you have diabetes bless your fucking soul because you already have to take so much medicine you have to go through so much stuff like i cannot even I like my heart goes out to those people, and then there's a thing that you have to worry about: genital fucking gangrene. What, what medication did they say caused it? I something I, it didn't mm. say. I think it said it does your diabetes medicine. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like something like that. Oh, but fair. like it, it was like it it starts at the perineum, and then it's like so not okay. So hold on. What I wanted to talk about is not that diabetes medicine causes this, because obviously that that's not something I would want to like right. bring light to. Because like if you if if well maybe I should maybe if you have diabetes you don't know that you could potentially get that. So like it's something to be careful, like pay attention to the medicines and the studies and all that. But the other thing is this could be caused by other things. One of the things that it was caused by was excessive masturbation with a certain soap that a kid was using. He was jerking off so much with one specific type of soap that it ate away at his fucking skin. He had to have skin grafts on See, his See, that's car. why I'm uh, when people are like, oh, here's the conditioner or some kind of garbage to jerk off with. I'm like, no, thank you. So, yeah, like, that's a <laughs> disclaimer. Like, you need to, obviously, if you can't prevent something like this because you're on a medicine that has, you know, I'm not talking to you, but to the rest of the people out there, like, you always should know what the fuck you're using. Yeah, I don't care. Absolutely. Listen, people think about their dicks. They're like... Yo, it's a piece of sponge. It has it's just skin. It's like it's like if you were to like use like this like soap on your arm, right? No. It's a completely different It's a completely different type. All of all of gen, all of genitalia is so much more sensitive than your regular ass skin. You cannot just use anything you want on it. You have to be careful. Your regular ass skin? Yeah. Well, that too. Your <laughs> ass skin is also sensitive. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. You have to like really pay attention. So like Seriously, if you're using certain products to jerk off with and they're not pre-approved, they're not like a water-based lubricant or something that is like made for your fucking cock, you need to do research because that shit's nasty. Uh, You do not want that shit. Oh my God. Don't Google it. (laughs) The pictures are with me forever. One looks like a rotten banana. You want that stuff to be able to work forever or for as long as possible. Dude, that shit was crazy. That was fucking crazy. But to change the subject really quick. So... Yeah, I had good sex. Was there anything notable? Yeah, I don't know. Is this turning into a, a weekly review of the sex we've had? I feel like we all... People want to know. They have a right to know! <laughs> you are the people's <laughs> tramp. That doesn't mean you're a public Well, figure. I did cut a promo on my pussy last weekend, and Val Venus got shoved into my titties, which was fun. And oh, I got on my knees for him in the ring. But there's no footage of it anywhere, so uh, that's a bummer. Well, I really just wanted the one piece where like I got on my knees, and it was just so fucking... The timing was so funny. And because he didn't know I was gonna do it, it was like the Gemini Jameson promo. I kind of like oh. shouted to that and like got on my knees, like as he, after he did like the "Hey, lady," you know. Nice. And like, of course, no one has like footage of it. We should reenact that. Like, you're really good at reenacting cutting <laughs> promos. Like, I, I'm still watching that. Um, that Sensational Sherry, Happy yes. Birthday, Macho King. Oh right, is it today? It's his birthday, yeah. It's today. All right, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm done with my stories of the week. You? Wait, so there's nothing notable about the sex? Like, not a new move or something like... Oh, except- I did do this. 
I'm disgusting. I know. I love that you're snacking. I, I forgot that we were on a podcast. I just started See, eating. you made fun of me the last time I did that. That's true. But that's because you stopped paying attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm so entwined with our conversation that I forgot. Um, that's true. What was I saying? Oh, no. One thing I did do is I, like, I, like, side rode. Like, you know, like, when you're having, like, sort of morning lazy sex, like, on your side? Yeah. Like, spooning position? Well, I was, like, not about that life, but also still too lazy to get up and ride, so I would just, like, 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 I, like, levitated from the bed and still kind of, like, rode it sideways. Levitated? I don't know how I did it. I kind of, like, wrapped my legs in, like, a way to, like... Obviously, like, there was one foot anchoring me oh, to the bed Oh, you were, still, like, elevated. But I was elevated from... Anchor. To, like, make... Because... There's, like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit perfectly in at that angle right. unless you really kind of contort yourself. So I, like, elevated my, so I, like, side road kind of. Yeah. Like, well, kinda, do, like, reverse cowgirl sideways. Got it. That doesn't make sense. So you're, like, right. So what, what kind of curve, like, were you contending with? Um, Straight. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You yeah, because so you had to wear that down, in, right? The up and down motion, right? Got it. Yeah. As opposed to like the, the right. just like kind of laying there and taking it. <laughs> yeah, which is fine, but it eh. is fine. I'm not like a big morning sex person, so I try to get it over with. Absolutely. And I know it's not gonna happen if I'm like slow motion, fucking, <laughs> fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Have I mean, sometimes it happens. Like, I did have slow motion sex the night before. Like, after I had fast sex, and that was really sick for some reason. It was, like... But I was also extra... Like, my senses were heightened because yeah. I had just fucked. So, like, it was really slow. It was, like, I pumped the dick of cum. You know? Like, you know when you feel like you, like, pumped it oh, clean? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. there ain't no semen left in there, bitch! When you've gotten, like, quite the reward for your Yeah, efforts. you just, like, you feel... And, like, you hear it in their voice, <laughs> and, like, their whole body collapses, and you're just like, yeah, I took that. Or I fucking sucked it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> my yeah. vacuum cleaner cunt wow you're yeah. constantly coining new like, hashtags I, it's stupid why don't I work in marketing like it's I don't true. understand oh because I went to school for English vacuum cleaner <laughs> cunt like I'm trying to think like there's got to be some cross marketing of two industries available in that well hashtag. I am a dirty bitch and like dirt devil I, we can make those work <laughs> <laughs> dirt devil you should expand it to new market yeah exactly sponsor the screw podcast vacuum clean my cunt we'll wear like little shirts with your logos on it <laughs> oh wait we're a podcast i actually am looking at my dirt devil vacuum right now so like no shit talk to dirt devil what's oh, up I would, I, i'd be sponsored by you i swear by mine you have great suction <laughs> your little stick yes yeah. stik first of all spelled adorable loves it yeah it's is that the stick. one is that the one that i have too yeah, yeah. We, stick too. Yeah, we both have sticks yeah we got them dirty devil sticks <laughs> oh you know what i'm saying I was gonna stop eating on this thing. Well, while you're chewing, I should talk about decadence a little bit, I guess. Or no. Should I? It's up to you. Well, that's true. Well, so uh, l- let me say this. Like, because I, I definitely I owe um, the folks there. Like, I, I wanted to kind of like write them something nice, like a more like kind of formal, like, you know, kind of line by line how I interacted with the experience. But I don't, you know, necessarily want to do that here. But I think you know, that those folks will (laughs) take you on a very intriguing journey, and I think they're all very capable of taking the people that come and participate on those journeys, and 
for myself, um, it was a really interesting combination of getting a broader introduction to more people that are into BDSM lifestyle, mm-hmm. and like to also kind of see it played out, you know, so this was their party, and um, you know, it's kind of a great setup, you go there, there's equipment like St. Andrew's Cross, and like... I'm going to call them spanking stations because I can't remember the total. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, like, there's a bunch of, like, paddles that participants can use. There's a coke check. There's a social Oh, area. so you it's... don't have to, like, come with your own toys. No. But people did, which was very but cool. But you can also come with your own toys, which yeah. is cool. That sounds... I, I didn't know that. So yeah. Cool. And I will say that, you know, that every effort, especially for, like, people that were new, there was a lot of effort, especially by... The people that run the joint, um, shout out to Kat and, and, and her team uh, there for like making, you know, definitely recognizing when a person is new and knowing that it's a good thing to talk to them, you know, and, and engage them. Because I think in these circles, like, you know, I myself, like, you know, I was a little unsure of like the etiquette or like, you know, what this is supposed to feel like and seem like, you know, like because we had talked to these people, we kind of had an understanding of what they were about, which was right. great. It definitely made me not nervous in that way. Is it fair to say, though, that, like, it's the experience is up to you, right? Like, you were... You were, Absolutely. You were, like, curious, like, what, sh- what, what should my experience look like? But at right. the end of the day, it was more about each individual person's experience being yeah. tailored to whatever There they is wanted. definitely no obligation to participate, which is great. There. Okay, so there's voyeurs. <laughs> the scene is... Are there, is there anyone there that actually just goes to watch? I mean, I don't know, because <coughs> I haven't been to enough, and I didn't think to ask that particular question. I mean, I can say, based on my observations, that I saw people that were observing without participating, and, like, I didn't stay for the full length of the party, in full disclosure. Well, that's cool. That's um, good to know. So, like, if you want to go and watch just to get a feel for what it's about, just to have a better understanding of BDSM in general, you have no obligation to, like, have anything done to you, do anything to anyone else, have any kind of play. Like, you don't have to do anything and not feel awkward. Because I feel like (coughs) in a lot of spaces, (coughs) sure, they say it's a safe space, right? And they say there's it's a judgment-free zone as long as you follow these these respect rules. But then if you were to show up and only voyeur, for example, they might judge you for that <coughs> or, or think you're creepy or something. So it's good to know that this place is truly, you know, open to whatever level <coughs> of deviance or today. not deviance, but whatever level of, you know, open-mindedness you want to go there with, whether you want to be a, somebody's play partner or not, you can go yeah. and not feel like you're being, like, looked at weird. I think consent culture was definitely at rule there. I also recognize that it probably takes them a lot of effort to make sure that those things are falling the way that they're trying to facilitate them to fall. Um, you know, I, I think that what was kind of refreshing and maybe obvious is that, like, not, like, un, like not, it's it, w- it was, like, pretty typical in terms of, like, a social group getting together. Like, you know, people recognize, oh, there's somebody new here. And I, I, I think the expectations for you are different, that you are perhaps going to sit there and watch more. Like, look, these things, in my head, my, my side critique is just that these things are only as strong as the participation. Like, Right. 
Right. So, you know, Kat and, t- and team has set up this wonderful space, and as long as the participation stays chill, right. it stays, like, yeah. prop, like good, and, and right, it's going to be yeah. a Yeah, I will space. say if anybody decides to go, that, like, I think it's worth trying to participate. I did decide to participate, and I didn't think I would necessarily, or didn't... Could I ask you, like, you don't have to go into detail, yeah. but what did you participate in? Um, I was asked by Master Joshua if I would, like, do a flogging thing, you know? And, and you know, I had been thinking, I had been there for a, a few hours, kind of contemplating, like, yeah. you know, if this scenario comes up, or if somebody there asks, you know, because I definitely witnessed while I was there people asking if they wanted to do a, a scene with them as such, like, play out, you know, do a little bit of play on one of the, you know, like, with the equipment and stuff, like, mm-hmm. either go through, you know, because there are other people that, that were also kind of trained, if you will, to do other things like fire and and things like that, yeah. and other people came there just to use the equipment and, like, to be, I guess, voyeured and to, to okay. be exhibitionists in their own right. So, so people can go there, say, with their partner... Yep. And use the equipment, yep. get watched, yep. if that's, if you like doing, you know, if you're, yeah. I don't want to say if you're into that, because you could be into it or not, it doesn't matter, but yeah. like, you're okay with being watched, right. I should say, and you could leave after. Yeah, and hey, look. That's this, cool. This I mean, it's really cool that you can participate on like, whatever level, you know? Yeah, and the space was respectful. Look, I will say that like, there was a moment where I felt, you know, pretty vulnerable and exposed, and I kind of looked around, and what I will say, everybody was very good at was either portraying, like, a positive, like, face or, like, a neutral face. And, like, nobody there had, like, sourpuss or judgy face or any of that. And I thought that is actually a remarkable thing, a thing to remark on because that means that the people who are running this place have, like, gotten some sort of message through to people that, like, you're really trying to have a spot where people can get in the mindset can be vulnerable on these levels, right. can be exposed on these levels, and have a good time doing it. Right. And I noticed a lot of exhilaration in myself. Like, I had a very emotional experience with it, and, like, I kind of figured I would because of, like, the time and space I am in my life. And I wanted to have that experience, well, you know? Well, like, you've been flogged by him before. You were right. You were flogged beyond your your normal threshold, correct? This time, yeah. 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 It was um what stopped you from putting up your hand and saying no and saying stop? Um there became a point where it was a personal challenge. Okay. You know, like and I recognized that for myself, the way I was seeing the relationship with the Dom in this case Master Joshua was that my body was going to, like, instruct on some level on how much more I could handle. Okay. And I think, you know, rightly so, because I'm an experience that there would, like, came a point where, like, he decided we were done. And, like, I would probably agree that it was a good point because I kind of was, like, butter, like, at that point, you know? And that the challenge at that point was really just being, like, you know... I don't want to put my hand up. You know, it was a simple challenge of, like, you know, I could tap out. Like, I, I felt like during our demo, like, I kind of tapped out, like, one one flog early, if you will. Right. <laughs> so in this case, I was like, I'm going to, I'm I'm not going to tap out. I don't want to put my hand up. Like, What I, do you think that did for you mentally and physically? Well, 
if I'm, you don't mind. Yeah. I mean, physically and mentally, it felt like a release. I mean, I, I know it's a very generic word, but when, like, maybe, like, terms like exhale, you know, that, that like, feeling you get when, like, you're exhaling, but, like, it actually works. So it's like <laughs> when you have all the tension built up in your shoulders and someone can, like, see yeah. it, and then you get it all massaged the fuck out. Yeah. And then for the first time in fucking weeks, you could put your shoulders down. Like, that kind of feeling. Like, well, that just, like, relief of, like, yeah. all your tenseness is gone. Like, just something like that, kind of. Well, yeah, and there is a strange... There's this strange thing that I guess happens because of this, the way one goes about this, is that, like, (coughs) it allowed me to kind of just, I hate this term because, like, religious people use it all the time, kind of like this offer it up idea that I was putting part of this in, like, in the Dom's hands and saying, this is this issue I have, and, like, I'm here to present it for you to work on Mm -hmm. and it's I mean it's obviously it's such a like um I don't want to say strange I want to say kind of uh like non-typical way to deal with like these kind of things but um you know why not like on some level I mean we have already strange attachments and hang-ups to our body connected to our sexuality connected to our everyday social like abilities and our ways that we flirt and the ways that we're comfortable with ourselves i mean i buy that like this is definitely a component like of of something especially for me is it for everybody i don't know yeah i don't know i feel like everyone should try a little light a light bds yeah. on something sometime i mean what i with, with someone they can trust to handle yeah. and like take care of what their right. needs before during and after obviously right. after cares big would so. i come out of this and say that i'm like a bdsm lifestylist i mean not at this juncture but like you know I do want to, like, share more of my feedback with the folks there and, like, kind of try to understand, like, if 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 the kind of things that I'm thinking about it and my experience with it is similar to anybody else's, right? Like, you have this kind of, like, now research phase of being like, okay, these are the things I went through. Well, maybe How some people will go things? to, or maybe some people have gone to just anything yeah. like this and they want to talk about it on our show. Yeah, and we want to... In- Absolutely. We want to encourage, great. so... We're going to have Siren Van Dolly, who is an Australian sex educator. We're going to have her on our show probably by next week, I'd say. Uh, We just have to coordinate the time difference, basically. So um, we're going to have her on our show next week to talk about all things that, and also probably Big Mouth, because we're both Big Mouth dorks. Yes! And then um, coming up, we'll also have a couple other guests. I'm going to try to have Rachel come on and and a few. I I really want to have some awesome ladies come to to the show. I'm going to see if maybe BJ will come on. Just some really strong ladies. And if anybody's interested in coming on to talk to us about maybe their experiences or maybe yeah. the, they're willing to go to, you know, one of the, um, I'm sorry, what's the space called? The space that holds these, these well, nights, decadence? Well, right. So I don't know if that's like the name. So the party I went to, I believe is called the Impulse Party. That's the all-inclusive one. They okay. have men's parties, which I think are called Corrosion. Right, Corrosion. And okay. then the, the Femdom parties, yep. which... I don't remember the name of those. They had they had their own name as well. So, okay, so there's there's three different types of parties right. essentially. One's femdom, one right. is male male, and 
all the the other one is everything inclusive. Yeah. So if if anybody wants to go to one of those parties, maybe report back to us on their experience. I'd be very interested to hear. Um, I think it's so. I actually have some follow up questions for you about yeah. this. I wanted to know a couple things. Like one, if you get there and say you're there alone. And yep. people, you're not really supposed to talk in this space, right? Like as they're in as, the play space, right? In the play space. So say you say that's all, where everybody is. Everybody's in the play space, yep. and everybody's sitting around. Yep. How do you establish with somebody that you want that you maybe that you're a sub or that you're a dom, and that you are open and willing, or that maybe you have a partner but you're open? Sure. Is do they, does is there any yeah. indicating like so, do they have little bracelets that say like Hey, no. I'm a sub or I'm a dom? No, okay, no, they don't. But I know what, that sounds silly, but like sometimes no, in spaces no. like that, like especially when it's your first time and you're yeah. awkward, like if you wanted to walk up and approach somebody and ask them something, it you know I, I wonder how to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll say two things around that. One is. For the all-inclusive party, I would say that the sexuality for the all-inclusive party is BDSM. And, the, like, the people who run this place may or may not agree with, like, me describing it that way. But I mean that in a specific way, is that this isn't a sex party as such, right? This is a, a party where you explore... Uh, BDSM elements in your own life okay, and your so own psyche. So nobody has sex at this thing. I didn't witness any like typical sex. I definitely don't think penetrative sex is encouraged. Or um, so I missed. I uh, full disclosure. I missed, and I really feel bad about this. I should have asked for like a repeat. But like we we had given been given a lot of info before when we went there. But I missed half of the like pre. So they have a like before they open the room kind of. So you don't even know the answer. (laughs) No, I know the answer. There's not supposed to be sex there. Right. Yeah. That's what. That's what I. I mean. That's what I thought. And (laughs) and that's. It's not a sex party. It's a BDSM. And it doesn't have that feeling. So like I'll say the people that are working there, you get what the 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 scene is about fairly quickly, and it's and and. And if if that appeals to you, like I, I can see how one would go again and again. And and I will say that it does appeal to me, to a degree, not as like something I want to do all the time, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm still, I'm I'm like a shy person when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm still like I would probably not want to go to a party before I went to like maybe see Master Joshua again or well, something like that. I yeah. will say this is that like I never I mean believe for whatever slut I am, I've never <laughs> been to a party as such where, you know, there's at least sexual themes, whether or not you want to call it sex, like there, you know, there is an amount of sexuality that is on display and happening and obviously the voyeurism and exhibitionism is exciting. And, like, you can't deny, like, all of the eroticism with this, okay. obviously. Like, I don't... You know, it's not meant to be sterile, either. Yeah, like, it it's not, like... It's not, like, the music putting is, on your gloves right. and, like... <laughs> the music is sexy, the lighting is low, well, it has a great vibe. And having an experience with somebody's body, mm-hmm. and your level of nudity is up to you. So, obviously, exactly. there is a level of sexuality to it, but is the... It is not... An, the end goal is not to come. No, it's about total body more than it is about, like... Your genitals. Your genitals. It has nothing to do with your Correct. genitals. I yeah. mean, it could have... Say say somebody, you know, is in a, um... Whatchamacallit? What are the... 
why is my brain so on high? Chastity belt. A chastity belt. Like, yes, yeah. that's a level to it, but that also is yeah. the idea of you're not allowed to touch it. So, like, <coughs> that, that then includes genitals, right. but it's still not necessarily... But those are also, like, like individuals, <coughs> subdom relationships. Right, like, exactly. <coughs> there were people there <coughs> that were given rules by their doms or... I don't like the word master. I'm not going to lie. It's not my favorite word. But, um, um, you know, dons who who basically said, you know, you're either allowed to play, you know, with with other dons or you're not allowed to play with other dons, you know. And I found all of the culture of that because when you think about it, and this is my, like, take in the pro box for BDSM lifestylists, at least as long as it carries over to all other aspects of their sex life, is that there's so much negotiation about what's being done. And when we talk about what's problematic with some of these, like, Me Too moments that have been going on is really just the lack of communication about what kind of sex people are having. And this is not going to be a scene where anything is going to surprise you. Even when Master Joshua, like, came to ask me about the no, he said exactly what he would be doing, you know, about how long it would be so I would have an understanding, and then obviously how, how do I tap out if I need to tap out, you know? And I think that that is refreshing, and it can be exciting, because you really, like, I saw a negotiation of a scene by two people who had never met each other before, mm-hmm. figure out a flogging scene, you know, with a very respectful, like, initial approach, would you be interested in doing the scene with me, like, kind of thing. This kind of reminds me of wrestling. Right. Because, like, you get to a show, and then you have to, like, figure out what your moves are, and, like, what it is that you're going to act out in Mm. front of these people who are Mm. essentially watching Mm. that may later participate or not. Like, it's just, like, such an interesting... And then also, like, the physicality of, like, I'm hurting your body... But not super bad. Yeah. In exchange for this entertainment, and I know it's one is like a, a like an actual like entertainment, and the other one is like a physical therapeutic therapy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But therapy and entertainment go hand in hand sometimes. So it just it, I don't know the, yeah. the the overlapping is insane to yeah, me. It's and the fact that I get booked as a dominatrix obviously makes me giggle. That, so that like you know it, it, there is an overlap to it clearly. You know I've come up with a whip in fucking Syracuse you know what I mean like you know what I'd be curious because I feel like you know people I I wish I had talked to more people I guess one of like my criticisms and not for the people who run the establishment is maybe more for some of the individuals that go is that you know especially if you're like a frequent like participant in these things and, and you're at the social event like when new people come recognize it's a really difficult situation to come up and talk to people and like you know maybe think of like spotting how to include like, yeah the new like who is uh seemingly it's like shyest. it's like being in high school and being in the lunchroom and a new yeah. person comes in and you can either be a dick and just ignore them and right. make them struggle and figure it out on their own and then right. basically what you're doing is saying okay you can come up to each one of us and we're gonna test yeah. you out and then we'll decide if you can belong in our circle right. or not yeah as opposed to being like hey we're welcoming here I'm Absolutely. gonna. I notice you're new. What's your name? What yeah. you're, What are you about? What are you here to exactly. experience? Exactly. And you know? and again, the establishment itself. Everybody down to the coat check person was like super. Like, oh, I notice you're new here. How are you? Well, Where right. are you coming from? And like, that's great. And you'd expect yeah. that from those. Like, I've met those people. They're all yeah. really fantastic. So, like, I totally wouldn't expect anything less. But 
it does suck when there's people that just can't navigate the social space and it's it's unfortunate that like that could suffer because of it you know a newbie might walk out before it's even playtime because of it you know i mean my my broader point is like it's clear to me that some people are there with like objectives either they want to grow in the the the, their practice or they want to grow in their exploration and that even their exploration you know it's like when i'm asked like kind of like the why are you why are you here question i'm not sure how to answer it yet my answer is still kind of defaulting to the exploration like like category yeah. because like i don't i don't know what to make of it like yet in my mind right. like you know i'm a curious enough person and i've done enough bdsm activities throughout my life course my right. you know that like yeah, i like, get, I get my ass beat all the time but i still don't dress up like a yeah. kitty cat in leather and go get spanked with like a legit whip yeah and however, not everybody however that does appeal to me too right. like both sides appeal to me but i understand I understand why, like, BDSM is also, I don't want to say not accessible, but it's it's harder it's harder to access anything when there's costumes, when sure. there's, um, like, say people, like, you know, they want, like, a latex costume, or right. they like, like, masks, and they like yeah. to play with certain types of leather whips, or they like to use vegan leather whips, or whatever it is. Yeah. That shit costs money. I'm, like, supply and, it, and I'm down for it. <laughs> listen, like, I, I have a little fetish kit that I had from back in the day, and that shit was, like, e- even that, and that has, like, the most janky-ass shit in it, and, like, a couple things were legit, like, yeah. I will say. Like, there was some cool rope and shit in that, but, like... That was like a hundred twenty dollars right. for like eight ounces. Well, and I'll say that is cheap. That is what's nice about being able. Is there like a fucking wait? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, is, yeah. There, is there like a little like like meetup where people could like a swap meet of like BDS? Is there a BDSM swap meet so that people can give away like their gently used leather oh, shit? I don't know, but if anybody's listening to this and knows, can we make let like a know. toys for tots, but like a toys for doms? Toy- yeah, like, absolutely. And like people can like you know because honestly it doesn't matter. <laughs> toys if for tops. Yeah. Toys for Tops, yay! Oh my god, we're gonna make a Toys for Tops uh, BDSM drive, and we're gonna oh, help yeah. new baby BDSM members get into I the have, world. I have a new one who wants to actually go to the sex shop, but like, like needs something affordable, and I'm like, well, and it, we people, have to go. And on. people could always, you know, donate their stuff into us, and we could tr- like, like, the, like a brand, for example, yeah. and we could have them test it out and give reviews. Whatever. I'm just saying, like. Uh, it isn't very cheap. No. Like, I remember the, one of the first fetish expos I went to was in Providence. And I went, a big reason I went was because I was very interested in BDSM and, like, watching people get tied up with the ropes, yeah. like, in that, in, like, a, you know, that fucking, I, I know there's a word for it, but it's just, like, sexy-ass way. Yeah. And then I wanted to see, like, you know, the people in their, like, horse outfits, like, being, like, carried, you know, like carrying someone on their back like that shit intrigues me because it's not something i'm normally a part of like i said i get my ass whipped with like a hand so like i was you know i wanted to go and i still think it was like 45 fucking dollars for the ticket just to get in and then there's like things that like there's all these vendors you want to buy from this you know well it's not cheap so like i'll say like that's why i understand why some people might be like wanting to do it and get into it but might not actually have the tools to or the money well and and i will say in that respect that's where this is actually kind of a decent resource right because because then you get to go use and they provide you know there was an assortment of of you know like definitely at the very least i didn't 
I should have investigated them more, but like you know, beginning pa- beginner paddles and like small flaggers. And then you and also have like the people that. there to assist you in how to use them, which right. is really cool. and people who had them. And like if you know the the people that work there are associated with going frequently, they you know they are very approachable. I feel like there was one person that I would have um, probably asked to do a scene if I had stayed longer, but I was. A little, like, I don't want to say I was emotionally overwhelmed, but I was definitely, like, I was reeling a little bit after the demo, and I was, like, then incredibly horny. Mm. Like, incredibly, like, like, I want to, like, I want to fuck, like, a rock star kind of thing. But, like, in this case, I wanted to get fucked like a rock star. Which you don't normally get fucked, right? No. You're not a And this was, like, an insatiable, (laughs) I don't want to say you're not a bottom. I don't like... Top and bottom is is hard to even use at this point, because it's like, what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But you don't usually... You're not the penetratee, if you will. Right. (laughs) You're the penetrator. Which sounds like a... It sounds like a fucking, like, a fucking... Transformer. A transformer, exactly. (laughs) The penetrator. Tour and it like transforms into like this big phallic object. It's just like, Bleh. oh my gosh, Truth. it goes from like a hand looking thing oh to like a fucking. Anyways, that would be a great way to hide like sex toys around your house, like transformers, transformers like the double S knickknacks. We just came out with a new line of fucking toys too, all on this podcast. We came up with vacuum cleaner cunt. <laughs> we came up with transformers former hidden dildos for Wait, does the vacuum people. cleaner come, come with a HIPAA filter? <laughs> Comes with the hepatitis filter. Or whatever filter. one of those filters called? Not HIPAA. HIPAA filter. HEPA? HEPA. Hepatitis? I think, no. I have no clue what the fuck we're talking about now. <coughs> Alright, so you were horny and then I don't want to, like, rush you, but we have about five minutes for you to tell oh. us this, uh... I mean... Or what, do we save it for next week? I mean, we could save it for whenever. Well, I feel I like... Did you talk to, to about anything this week? I, I didn't I feel, have anything to talk oh. about. Well, so, you know... No, I don't want to rush you, though, through this story, because it's kind of hot. I know, it's true. Mm, I mean, all I can say is it involved <laughs> getting a really nice big bag of green... I can't believe you're telling people that part. Oh. <laughs> no, all right, now you're going to tell the story. Wait, now right? I can't tell? Oh, shit. Well, is it bad? Should I no, not tell? No, it's not bad. It's hilarious. You're oh. just not usually the one. Okay, so Truth Zone, I'm usually the one that produces weed and other treats with my cunt. Yeah. I you, used my cunt this time. You used your cunt this time. Yeah. Um, your pussy got us some fucking weed. Yeah, pussy weed. Pussy weed. <laughs> ah, Broad City. I mean, shout out right so, there. you know, I went to this place, and I, like, I'm just not going to blow up the spot of all these clubs in New York. No, but like, let me tell like, you right now, I'm so jealous that I don't have a thing like this that I could go to in, a, in like, a, some safe way where I feel like consent would actually be listened to you know what i mean yeah. and it's really too bad well that's not necessarily the case at this place <laughs> all right either. that's not funny though but that's not funny no we it's not funny that, but like, i don't condone it but i'm I sure do, it's way different i do a lot of correction when i'm Dude, at places like, like we that. would be trafficked and like you know like yeah, I, my yeah. ass would end up in like czechoslovakia getting sold <laughs> on the street by the end of a night like that you know what i mean whereas like True. you at least go out with like some dignity and come in your butt you know what i mean yeah right anyway so it's a fucking place where you can go into all these different types of rooms where there's just like dudes fucking it's like a bathhouse kind of but like it's just with d- no dudes bath. fucking <laughs> a bathhouse without a bath and it's like it's 
whatever, you can just walk through these rooms, and it's like some of them are dark, and you just feel around for bodies, and some of them are bright, and you feel and you look around for cock, and then some of them are like the gangbang room where Aaron gets fucked by a bunch of fucking hot dudes for a fucking bag of weed left in his locker like a fucking champion. Like my ass would get robbed. Not only would I not get the weed after, they would have also stolen from me. Like yeah. that's what would have happened to me if that happened. It was kind of, like and a- I'd still be left with a five loads in my fucking cooter. God damn it. It was kind of a stellar moment and what i love about this place is like the way i love to describe it to people and if you want to know where it is hit us up at screw podcast at gmail.com um but like because uh, i'm happy to ask where anybody who is curious uh going and this is another place if you don't want to play you have to be a little bit firmer because we're talking a lot of non-verbal communication right these are kind of dark imagine like imagine if the offices that you worked at were a place you actually wanted to go <laughs> so essentially the space is like a cleared out like office building that's been turned into like sex rooms it is hilarious it's like imagine if the cubicles were glory holes <laughs> instead of cubicles oh my god and legit that's there so like oh, I love you know that. what i'm saying like i had sex at work once mm. anyways go on no it's cool it's i mean it's it's you know it's it's intimidating because it's male sexuality on a thousand percent. Okay, fuck the fucking place. If people want to know yeah. about it, they're going to hit us up. Okay. Tell me about the gangbang, please. Okay, so this guy, like, starts squeezing my butt and, like, kind of looks at me, and that's kind of how consent works. If you smile, like, keep squeezing my butt. If you're, like, <laughs> if you're frowning, stop squeezing my butt. All right. Most people get that. And so... You know, he's, like, telling me I got a hot pussy and all this stuff. And, like... <coughs> pussy meaning your asshole yeah, for people right. that are confused. In the so, moment. like, this isn't every gay person's favorite way to have their butthole described. I am pretty indifferent because I don't care about gender in that way. And I think it's pretty hot, if especially if they think it's hot. Like, why not? Like, you want to get me ready to get fucked? Like, let's, let's talk about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, I call my cunt my gaping hole and most that's true like oh stuff my gaping hole with your big frat cock daddy you know like that's not like the typical so i feel you well so he was like let me fuck you and i was like well and he's like i noticed some hesitance on your part and i was like well meanwhile we're in a dark space and this dude's wearing sunglasses (sighs) I just want to point out, this was the Mac Daddy. The Terminator. This was the Mac Daddy of all daddies with, like, the thickest piece of cock I've seen in a very long time. And I'm, like, my hesitance was around the size of his penis. I didn't, like, it wasn't like that the desire wasn't there. And he was like, look, I'll sweeten the deal or some kind of nonsense. And I was like, what? He was like, I can Well, so he had actually, like... He had heard me say that I, like, really wanted to go out and smoke a blunt. Like, oh, okay. that I was going to leave. So he was like, you know, so I know you smoke up. Like, what if, what if, what if I got you a bag of green? Oh, my God. This and, is my fucking dream. And you let me and, like, two other guys that work here fuck you. Hell yes. And I was like, wait, you all work here? So that was my first, like, surprise, like, of the evening. And I was like, wow, what a weird perk to work at a place that, like, after a certain hour and your shift is over, you can just... Take out your dick and fuck things. <laughs> For bags of weed. Yeah. Uh... So, like, at this point, I was like, fuck. 
I don't know if I'll get a bag of weed out of this. But he was like, don't worry, when you leave, you'll have it. And I was like, okay. So, Yo, respect. He, like, seriously came through. That's dope. Because he, did. he didn't have to. He did. Because, like, when I saw what I had agreed to do, I was... Because typically people are like, show it to me ahead of time or they don't agree to anything. Yeah. And I understand that. That's a good way to, like, yeah. keep yourself safe from getting fucked over. But at the same time, you wanted to do it anyways. Because right. you were already all stimulated. Well, at this point, so. right. So I would say... So that, you're like, bag of weed or not, I don't care. I'm getting right. fucked. Right. I was like, okay, so here's the challenge. And I was relatable to the early in the evening thing. Because I was, like, imagining me, like, getting my, like, back ready to be flogged by, like, Master Joshua. So in this case, I was like... So Let you're going to push yourself beyond yeah. your own boundaries. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, well, I don't normally do this. But, like, in this case, like, I feel like I had released, like, whatever was, like, you know, whatever cork was in my asshole. Like, All so right. To so, so you did, you met, you did mental poppers. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. a mental popper. Nice. And I went. That's and, hot. and I was able to say yes. And I wanted to say yes. So. Yeah. There you have it. So and, three dudes. Yep. Three dudes, one Aaron. Three dudes, one Aaron. No cup. One, like, one was, like, a reluctant versatile, and okay. he didn't, like, really, like, wasn't able to shoot his load until, like, like uh, he got a little bit of play in his own asshole, so, but that was cool, and then the third <laughs> that one. That was cool. The third one was the, the, you know, the daddy who had set the whole thing up. And, oh, so uh, he wanted, he wanted that cream pie. He wanted the, the sloppy thirds, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely Usually felt, the one that facilitates it is the one that is super into yeah. sliding their dick into something that's already been cummed into. Yeah, I felt pretty trashy. Yeah, that's you know, hot. But I like, love being a cum hole, though. It's so hot. You know, Ugh. prep, made an appointment to get checked out. It was like, you know, for me, like, it's like, I've never, I've never kind of, like, felt like I could, like, let some of those desires unfold. And, you know, you have to find your own And, you know, you, gonorrhea is a simple pill. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> there's other concerns. We all sure, know, fine, I know, I know, I know. I shouldn't just dismiss yeah. it, but I can't stress enough how being on prep is really such a helpful piece of the puzzle right. when it comes to if you really are a person that is not into using protection yeah. and there are plenty of people out there or maybe in just that one experience now listen that one experience that you just have to have the cream pie galore fine but you could still get fucking hiv from that one experience right. so exactly. if you can alleviate at least that out of the piece of the yeah. puzzle you keep yourself and it's so not 100 percent. so like let's, no, of let's course. be real I know. nothing's 100 percent. but i'm just saying like yeah I do, I, I want to stress that I, I do want to shout out Empire. Empire discussed fucking being on prep. Hell yeah, they did. With their fucking storyline recently, like not just last week. Yeah. And like, you know, Cookie Lion had the whole like, oh no, my baby's going to get HIV because her man had fucking, you know, he was, um, un he was at the status of undetected. And she was like, what does that mean? She did her research yeah. She still was like, yo, I'm just scared because I can't have my baby lose you. And then she did the, like, yo, I I, I got you. I understand this. And it was sick to yeah, see that. they did a nice show. job with it. I didn't expect that. And I really was like, wow, they did a good job with that. And yeah. that brings a huge portion of America to the information of there is something called HIV prep. Yeah. You can go on to make sure that if you put yourself in riskier situations or if you are with a partner that might have HIV, for example, you yeah. are not going to get it. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. And that's what, ninety eight percent or whatever. Hey, fuck, look. You know, I don't know what the percentage is. But do your do your yeah. research. But I'm just saying like I'm such an advocate for it and I really think that 
if you are someone who is like, listen, I'm coming into some some form of my sexuality where I'm playing more or I'm exploring more and I really want to, you know, do this thing that really puts me or someone else in a riskier situation yeah. as far as your status goes, I absolutely think that it's something you should, con- yeah. you should consider. And, and I'll tell you what, a lot of people there were very safety first. So, like, my, right. my experiences with these scenes is that there's a lot of different things that can be negotiated, and there's a lot of harm reduction, and most people are very respectful of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you have to take your sexuality into your own hands. Sometimes you feel like being a slut. I get that. There was more than 50 people at this place who were all everyday people. So we can't lie and say these things don't exist. We're not... There's nothing to be gained by shaming people other than them trying to push it more and more into the dark. All we can do is say, hey, look. Is say, hey, push it more and more into your butt (laughs) by using these preventative things. Exactly. And, you know, obviously fucking put a condom on. But I'm just saying, if you're a person that ain't going to do that. Because there are those people that are like, bitch, I'd rather die than wear a condom. I'm like, all right. Be aware of the risks. don't kill people in the process, too. You know what I'm saying? And beware of the risks and beware of what that means, you know, and the responsibility with those risks. That's all I'll say, you know, to that. But it was fucking hot. And that's the other flip side. Yeah, why do we always have to bring it back to, like, can we just have a naughty convo and not talk about it? I know. I know. It's my fault because I always want to just, like... We have some responsibility to talk about that. Like, both sides. I don't want to... You know, it's like... Yeah, this isn't a smut channel. You're right. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to... Like, there's no point in slut-shaming reality. Like, it's... But the the honest truth is that you really probably wouldn't have done that pre-Truvada, honestly. No, definitely not. I mean, let's be honest. Definitely you, not. Unless you really, truly knew who every single person was in that fucking scenario, and then it wouldn't Absolutely. have been the level of what it was. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like... No, I mean, there was a huge risk. I understood it. I was prepared to make the arrangements to deal with it. Well, there's also a huge risk in giving your body to three big-ass men, because the way you describe them is that they were all, like, you know, big, bulky-ass dudes that were, like, definitely... Yeah, they were definitely Ain't no twinks fucking you, you know what I mean? So, like, like, they could have held you down and been rotten potato to you. I mean, as it was, they were definitely, like expanding my leg yoga abilities um <laughs> i love it with like you're like you know, long don't bend that way people like like really do start grabbing your limbs and trying to position you ways where like i just joke and i say i'm not shaped like that yeah like, it's like what porno did you watch Jesus i know Christ. i was like i mean um, I, i'm pretty flexible so it, it does i mean i am too but, but there's a fucking limitation nah, yeah okay. you know and i'm much more uh like flexible than a lot of my peer group let's be honest but, oh of course but um, you also don't look like you're in your peer group you look a lot younger yeah, than you are the train station said i like 26 today what a sweet what a specific number yeah not 25 no, 26. 26 you said 26 very interesting i was like what would you guess because he was like you know you look like you're in your 20s i was like well, really what like what part of my 20s because <laughs> you know you like got a fun, like 29 it's like all right fine well yeah but you're like, saying i look 30 right <laughs> politely and like that's fine too like <laughs> I'm happy to look 30. <laughs> I feel like lately I look busted raviolio. Hey, head to toe. You know, it's also that time that, like, the daylight hours are getting shorter. It's like... Yo, I'm trying to complain and oh, you're, like, dismissive. I'm trying I'm to sorry. tell you I look... I feel some kind of way about my looks. Alright, let me acknowledge you. I hear what you're saying. I appreciate what nah, you're saying. Nah, it's totally fine. I mean... 
whatever. I still sell pictures of me shoving things in my butt for money, so... Nice. It always makes me Wait, feel better. Wait, what did you shove in your butt for money? I don't think I have anything. No. Oh, no, no, there is one does video. Even, oh, there's a butt video? fingers and, oh. like, licking it off after and stuff, you know. Really? Asthma. Obviously. Oh. Yeah, it's, it does it count as asthma if it's your own, like, ass? I mean, if it's your own fingers? Like, do, yeah. isn't, doesn't there need to be, like, another, like, somebody else's dick or something? Why? I just think it's about the action of something being that was in your ass and being in your mouth. Yeah. Like, dildo ass to mouth is a big category. Maybe I should change the name. Wait, do I put it in? <laughs> uh, maybe that's a different video. I don't know. I need to start paying more attention and, like, being more profitable because mama need to eat. Yeah, that's true. My birthday is December 1st. Oh, I yeah. take payment in the form of... Um, the, uh, passport. I need a passport. I need some food. Weed. I need... Oh, I need um, latex-free condoms. Skin is okay, S-K-Y-N, that brand yeah, is decent. I know that brand. Anything that you, I don't care, I'll take any kind of latex-free condoms, because yo, that shit, make my pussy burn! And, um, and sometimes you just gotta fuck, and you don't want to have unprotected sex, obviously, and you need to just use latex, yeah. and then for three days you're down for the count, and it's terrible. I know, it's like, it's so like, if, you're, my... if your pussy's gonna burn from not using a condom and getting an STD may as well anyway. just, <laughs> yeah, you may as well just burn from fucking not using one, yeah. You might as well burn from chlamydia. Yeah. Wow. Might as well, at least the sex feels a little bit better, you know what I mean? Like, for we are fucking sake. terrible. I know. JK, Anyways. JK. No, I'm JK. asking, that's, shut up, we're going back to my birthday. I want oh, yeah. SKYN condoms and then I also need um, I need makeup so like Sephora gift cards tart makeup is really what I dig but you obviously don't know my my color and I don't know it either right now because I like change colors every day like I feel like I'm so white today and I'll be tan tomorrow I don't know what happens but yeah so like that's what I need so yeah holler Can at me I'll be 31 for what for me no for me no you don't get shit on my birthday oh that's true Please. When's my birthday? February. Okay. Bitch, quiet. All right, so I think we're done. Um, We're officially almost at an hour. Nobody's going to listen to this, and that's quite all right, because... Fuck yourselves. You should, though. No, actually, people have been listening. There's a lot of information in this Shout out to the people that listened recently. The new people. Yeah. I'm going to start shouting you out. If you have been listening to my podcast... Our podcast. <laughs> I sound like a fucking asshole. I want you to message us on Instagram at the Screw Podcast or email us at Screw Podcast or Screw Podcast at gmail.com or whatever. Just message us somewhere and be like, yo, give me a shout out on your show. And we will give shout outs at the end of our show now or at the beginning. And then eventually we're going to set up a Patreon. You can give us money for this shit. I'm just fucking kidding. All right. We're going to stop talking. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>